Hey, Mujib, thanks for joining the pod. Uh, really appreciate the time. No, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, first off, wanted to see you know how things are going, how your uh, how professional soccer careers going so far. <clears throat> uh, it's going really good, I think so far. Uh, it's definitely a you know a step above college soccer, and you know everybody pays attention to the little details that much more. So you know it's a little bit above college soccer, but it's go- going good so far. So would you say the biggest adjustment so far has been that jump in level or something else? Uh, I think the biggest adjustment for me so far is just, like I said, just doing every single little detail right. Like, I think you can get away with not passing a player the ball to the right foot in college or something like that. But here, if you don't play it to the right foot, then you slow down your team's attack. And then maybe the other team's able to recover because your player had to take a touch with the wrong foot. So just little stuff like that. Makes sense. Um, do the Dynamo see your best position as as a right back like you were with Slip? <laughs> uh, personally, I mean, I'm a very fluid player, I guess, along the back. Um, I've played a little bit of center back. But I've also played right back, so either one works for me. And I'm just, you know, trying to earn my spot on the team right now. That's what I'm focused on. When did you know that you had this, you know, potential opportunity that Houston might tag you as a homegrown signing? Uh, I guess I kind of, I wouldn't say known for a while, but during our season when it was going on, you know, uh, I guess I could – I was getting some information from some people that, you know, Houston's interested in beyond their radar. So kind of then, but nothing like really uh, came into tuition until after the season. That's really cool. What were your thoughts and feelings, you know, when it was, when it became official? Uh, I felt great. (laughs) Obviously it's something that, I've worked my whole life for and have trained super hard. And, you know, yeah, I felt great. But, again, like, as soon as it happened, it was just – I was just locked in and wanted to start training even more and just getting ready for preseason officially. So, you know, I could put myself in the best position to, you know, like I said, earn a spot on the team. And this is only the beginning. So, yeah, it was it was short-lived in my mind. And I'm just focused on, you know, getting my goals accomplished for the season. Who'd you share the news with first and like, who's been, uh, you know, the biggest help in getting, getting, helping you get to where you are today? Uh, my family, uh, my dad, uh, you know, he's been there taking me from trips to Dallas to Houston for games in the academy and stuff. So my dad was the first person to know officially than my older brother Q who played at St. Louis University as well. And, and then, you know, it just spreads from there, kind of. You got to tell some friends. And my coaches were in the loop a little bit. Well, actually, for the most part, they were in the loop. But, yeah, obviously, my dad and my brother. And then it just goes from there. Did your dad or anyone else in your family have a soccer background? Uh, yeah. My dad always tells me he was a legend back in Nigeria among his boys. 
So my dad was a striker when he played. Him and his brother also played. Uh, my dad was a striker. His brother was a defender. And basically, I'm pretty sure I only played soccer because of him. And it was just something that was just, I don't know, ingrained in me from his DNA and was just passed down. And I think some of the skills I have are from him. He always tells me all the time, I wish you could have saw me play. <laughs> so what age did you start playing? Uh, I mean, ever since I was in Nigeria, I remember we just basically played all the time. You know, we had a lot of free time. So play a lot of street soccer. So since like four, probably. But then when I moved to America, I started officially joined my first uh, soccer team, West Houston Soccer Club, at the age of seven. And then ever since, I've been playing the game, you know, just fell in love with it. And at what age did you join the Houston Academy? Uh, I joined when I was 12. I joined when I was 12, and I left when I was 18. So it was like five and a half years. I believe you were, you know, the captain of the U19 team your last year, right? Yeah, I yeah I, I got the honor to be captain of my U19 team, which I enjoyed a lot and, you know, just helped me grow as a person. That's awesome. When, what age did you, like, start thinking, like, you know, I could have a career as a professional soccer player? Was it when you were in the academy or during your time at SLU? Uh, I'd say in the academy. Um, I think – when I first got into the academy, I was a little behind all the other boys who had been there for maybe a year or two. And I felt, wow, I really need to catch up. But I'd say by the time I was 15, uh, all my coaches played a big part in my development. But I remember one of my U, my U15 coach, Darren Back, really uh, you know, instilled a lot of confidence in me. And from then on, I started to dedicate myself and just put in more hours to training and working on my craft. And I think that summer I ended up playing with the U16 in a tournament or something like that. And it was my first time playing up and I didn't struggle or anything. So I felt, you know, the more I work and the more I'll get better. And, you know, that's when I also started growing physically and stuff. So I'd say around 16 is when I actually believed in myself that I could you know, make a career out of this if I put in the work required to, to you know, get to where I want to get. Do you have any goals to maybe play with the Nigerian national team someday? Uh, as, as far as, like, the international game, uh, I, I really don't know what I'd do yet if Nigeria comes calling because, you know, I've been in America for a while, and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm – I'm still Nigerian at heart, but it's a decision that I think I need to make with my family and friends. So I can't really say right now. Nice. Well, we hope you get get the opportunity and have to make that tough decision. Yes, sir. So SLU had an incredible season this year. You know, undefeated quarterfinal run. You had a great year. Three goals started every match. I think you were second in minutes played. What would you say were, were the keys to the team's success this year? Uh, I think the keys to the team's success is just sticking to the process of what we've done the last two years before that. Um, you know, when I first got there, it was kind of a new team. Everybody was still trying to get to know each other. And we needed time to develop the trust and learn each other. As you can see, we had a lot of talented players, but... 
I think you just needed the time just to learn how everybody works. And I think the major key was just everybody was willing to sacrifice for each other. There were no egos on the team and guys just wanted the best for the team. And I think that's just, yeah, that's what pushed us over other other teams is everybody just put uh, the, t- the team first and we were able to, you know, show everybody what we can do. Can you speak at all on, like, Coach uh, Kevin Kalish's style as a coach or any common mm-hmm. themes he would, you know, preach to the team? Uh, yeah, I can. Um Kevin Kelly is such a great guy, you know, one of my favorite mentors. Uh, I guess one thing that we do, I think, at SLU, and I think this is probably one of the – probably we do better than any team in college soccer is we work on our culture a lot. And like I said, it's it says something when you get, what was it, six players drafted, and we didn't have any ego issues in the locker room. There were no guys complaining or saying I should be like the main guy or anything like I think we worked on our culture a lot and that's something that just I don't know took us above and beyond everybody else. And that's something uh I think Kevin Kalish does a great job of just instilling in us to, you know, be in the present moment. Don't worry about what people are saying about us or what people are saying. <clears throat> And, you know, just, you know, putting the team first. And that's something, like, I, I think he does a really great job at. How would you say you guys, like, worked on the culture? Like, uh, team building activities? I, I heard Coach Kalish told us he, he made you guys all read the book Good to Great by Jim Collins. Yes, yes, yes. We read <laughs> we read Good to Great. Uh, what was it, my sophomore summer? I think I think when the COVID pandemic was first happening is when we read it. Uh, you know, we do stuff like that. You know, we get vulnerable with each other. You know, we express our goals to each other. And, you know, we just share information about each other. And it's not just like randomly, like every once, every like two months or something. We do this pretty much, I'd say, once a week and we talk about it and make sure guys are aligned and just understanding their roles within the team. Uh, I can't give too many specifics, but we, you know, we just have different activities that we do and just, you know, make sure guys know the role. And, you know, it's just always a recurring theme within the locker room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't want to, don't want to give too much away. Don't want to give the secret sauce (laughs) to the other, other college teams that may be listening. Did you have a favorite moment uh, this year or during your slew career? Uh, I have a few favorite moments. Shout out to my boy, Kip Keller. Uh, what a guy, what a player. Um, I remember when I was in my freshman year, we played in the bronze booth against SIUE at their place. <clears throat> and the guy scores a game winner with like, what is it, 10 seconds left on the clock. One of my favorite moments. And then probably my favorite moment at SLU was, you know, winning the A-10 trophy uh it's something when i committed to slu i said i want to you know bring this back to slu and i think pretty pretty much everybody in my class and just everybody on that team that was the main goal or one of the main goals of why we committed to slu we know that slu historically has the most national championships in ncaa and you know we just want to get back to the old days and you know just start dominating college soccer again and 
yeah, winning that A10 championship is a step in the right direction. We're nowhere near where we want to be, but it's a definitely a right step. So I was just very happy to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll get into some rapid fire, kind of more lighthearted question. Uh, who's your funniest teammate at SLU? <laughs> That's an easy one. My roommate, Chris Alling. Well, my old roommate, Chris Alling. I think people from the East Coast are all just, they have something about them. Every person I've met from the East Coast is just a little bit funky, but Chris Alling's definitely the funniest. If you were trapped, you know, on an island, who who on the team would you want uh, to be there with you? Oh, that's a good question. I'd have to go with somebody that's, you know, very intelligent or, you know, just has <clears throat> multiple skills to them. So I feel like Simon Betcher is probably just jumps off the list. The guy can surprise you with what he knows. So I'd probably say Simon. Okay. If you if the team was in like a two v two competition, who would you recruit to be your your teammate? Chip Keller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two defenders, interesting. We're defenders, but we're very good at our feet as well. Yeah. Uh, do you have any nicknames? Uh, I have a few. I have my my favorite one, I'd say, is Jeebs, which kind of I got that one from the academy when I was in Houston. <clears throat> uh, people in St. Louis call me MJ, and I don't really know why or how that started, but my I think my dad called me MJ one time around my friends, and then it, it just stuck from there. But people call me Jeebs. Uh, people call me MJ. And yeah, those are those are the two that I have right now. <laughs> Where was your favorite place to eat in St. Louis? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. I have two that jump off the right off the bat. Uh, there's one that's right close to campus. It's called Goody Cafe. <laughs> it's a like a what's it called? It's an Asian place. They serve fried rice and just all this faux and like bubble tea and all this stuff. Uh, so Goody Cafe, and then I feel like a lot of people know this from St. Louis, uh, Sugar Fire Barbecue. I think it's the best barbecue in St. Louis, and I don't think it's close. I've had Salt and Smoke. I've had Pappy's. I think, is there Southerns, I think it's called? I've had that, but in my opinion, mm-hmm. Sugar Fire Barbecue is where it's at. Wow. Okay. It's high praise. Yeah, there's a lot of good barbecue spots. Um, do you have a favorite club that you currently follow? Yes, sir. Manchester United. Been a fan ever since I was in Nigeria. Uh, I remember for some reason the only games that would show up on the TV in Nigeria when it worked was Manchester United games. So ever since I've been following them and I'm a huge fan, very happy Cristiano came back. Mm -hmm. Players that you game after? Uh, yeah, when I was in the academy, I started modeling my game around Kyle Walker. I think he's, you know, over, like, basically, I would, I said, I guess the perfect fullback. You know, he has tools defensively, and he has enough tools offensively. And, you know, I think he's the perfect modern-day fullback, and he's, you know, athletic profile like myself and somebody I try to emulate my game towards. Uh any any books you're currently reading or TV? Show? Uh, 
I think I'm gonna get back into reading good to great again. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just try to work on my culture and just stay in that mindset the best I can in this new journey that I'm starting. And TV shows, I'm not really huge into watching like TV shows like that, but I've been hearing a lot of buzz around Euphoria. So whenever that's over, I'm gonna probably bench that in probably one weekend whenever I can. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do outside of soccer? Any hobbies or anything? Uh, I love to dance. I don't know if that's like a hobby or I don't know. I like to I like to dance. That's one of my favorite things to do. I like other sports too, like basketball, football you know, throw a football or something. And I game a little bit. I started gaming in college. I never owned like a, a console when I was younger. But when I got to college, I started playing FIFA. So, yeah. Where'd you rank uh, on the slew team as far as your basketball skills? Okay, I'd, I'd say I'm in the top three for sure. <laughs> I'd say I'm in the top three for sure. I'd go maybe Patrick Schulte, Daniel Moore, and then me. But oh, there's Max Max Floriani who just came, who's pretty good. I'd say I'm in the top top four, top four. <laughs> if you weren't, what would you be doing? I back myself as I could have been a D one football player, uh-huh. for sure. I've I heard some of the commentating last season by the announcer. He said I look like a college wide receiver. <laughs> I heard that a lot, so I probably would have tried to be a wide out. Or in middle school, I tried to play some quarterback, and I love that as well. But you know, I just soccer was my first love, so I, I stuck with that. Mm-hmm. What are your goals this season with uh, the MLS Next Pro team, and hopefully uh, first team as well? I mean, my goals this season is to be the best right back in the league. Uh, those are my goals. And then with the first team, it's just earning minutes and, you know, just eventually helping the team however much I can, whether it's right back, center back. But uh, my goal for MLX Next Pro is to be the best right back in the league. Nice. Well, hopefully hopefully Houston gets uh, makes a trip to St. Louis and we get to see you in person. That would be awesome. Um, anything you wish we would have asked or – Anything you'd like to talk more about? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I mean, just thank you for your time. And I just want to say to the people of St. Louis, thank you for everything. And St. Louis will always be in my heart. And I don't, you know, I do it all again in a heartbeat. SLU is a great place to be at for any young kids out there. You know, if you want to challenge yourself and, you know, put other people first and, you know, develop as a young man on and off the field. I think SLU is a great place to learn. And yeah, thank you to the people in St. Louis. That's awesome. That's an awesome message. Yeah, we're all we're all rooting rooting for you. Wishing you good luck with the Dynamo in your soccer career. So thanks for the time, Mujib, and uh, hope to speak to you again soon. All right. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day.